Welcome to the Northern Nerd Podcast. We're glad you could join us today. The Northern Nerd is the Northwoods Entertainment, Media, and Creative Hub. Each show includes different guests that come from all walks of life with stories to share. Enjoy our latest episode. This Northern Nerd Podcast episode is sponsored by Hurricane Lawn Care. They are a reliable and efficient lawn care service provided by Hunter Hessel and Owen Paulson. They offer mowing, weed whacking, raking, light landscaping, and more. Contact them today at 715-558-8611 or find them on Facebook at Hurricane Lawn Care. Well, it only seems fitting that Hurricane Lawn Care is our sponsor for this week's episode because throughout the majority of this episode with Riley Doherty, we had his next door neighbor's landlord turning on his lawnmower, shutting it off, turning it on again, shutting it off. And at one point you'll hear him raking leaves. And as most college students know that there's not really much to these lawns in college area housing. So we're not really sure why he was out so early in the day doing this, but he was out there nonetheless. But we still were able to have a great conversation on Riley's back porch. Uh, we were sitting in lawn chairs. It was a great time. And uh, we got to talk about time at TV10, but also things that we're passionate about. And also we got to share our thoughts on a book that we both read by Aziz Ansari. It's his book, Modern Romance. What we're able to take away and learn from that. So enjoy our latest episode of the Northern Nerd Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Northern Nerd Podcast. Here we are. I'm sitting with Riley Doherty. We are in the back, the back of Water Street um, at his house. Um, so you hear some. Yeah, it's a high class location. I swear. Yes, <laughs> one yeah. of the classier establishments on Water Street. We were sitting on lawn chairs, and I love it. We're really immersed in the culture. Yeah, today. it's a beautiful day outside. So <laughs> everyone, <laughs> beautiful day in Wisconsin means <laughs> mowing the lawn. Uh, yes. <laughs> if you can hear right now, uh, all of the landlords are currently sending out their grounds crew, and looks Man. like they're. Mowing all the lawns at once, but uh, I'm sure there should be a lot of uh, activity outside today since it is the first beautiful day of the pretty much the the year so far. Yeah. Um, and you know that means for college students, day drinking. <laughs> yes. Well, the they're they're probably the college students are probably pretty upset right now because they're trying to sleep off last night. And uh, so yeah, Water Street will get the best. Yeah, I saw my buddy Dalton out last night. We <laughs> we had some good time at the Pioneer. Um, it's it's always something new on the Water Street for sure. Yeah. Uh, you some, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Yeah. And you get everything in between. Um, yes. But yeah, it's uh. I'm going to head over to a friend's house soon here, probably like 1 o'clock. But besides that, I'm just glad to be on the show, Dalton. Yeah. Uh, glad to support the Northern Nerd and all you're doing. And Thanks. Yeah, this is a good time. Yeah. So, so folks, Riley, Riley and I go back. Um, we, we worked at the campus TV station together, um, TV10. Yep. And uh, Riley's just getting set to move down to Texas here pretty soon. Yeah, I am. job down there. So what what's uh, what company are you going to be working for, and what kind of does that entail? <laughs> These lawnmowers are going off. Sorry, folks, about <laughs> that. But uh, hopefully you can hear us over everything. It uh, gives you some background noise. Yeah, I'll be working for a company called Lockheed Martin. Um, yeah. Don't know if you heard of them out. They make defense vehicles and um, other defense equipment and systems and stuff like that uh, for the U.S. military, also for other um, military and armed forces around the world. My plant specifically will be making the F-35 jet. Uh, I will be in production control, just doing various projects and continuous improvement and analytical and stuff like that to support production um, of the wing area specifically. I just got my assignment, so uh, it's pretty cool. 
Um, the U.S. government is signed for a lot of these jets, so they are expanding rapidly and hiring a lot of uh, young talent. Um, young professionals like myself. There's four of us from Eau Claire going to Texas That's for the awesome. same company. Yeah. Uh, there might be a couple more depending on how the year goes out. But, yeah, I'm really excited to get started. Uh, it'll be a huge change going to Texas, not going to lie. And that's gonna. It's just. It's kind of scares the shit out of me, honestly. Um, the first thing you got to do is get a cowboy hat. Right? Yeah, right. Um, get a cowboy hat, cowboy boots, and uh, become a Dak Prescott fan. Yes. I guess. No, I'm just kidding. The, the third thing that might be tough to do, but cowboy hat, cowboy boots, you could probably. Pull yeah, on. I'm. Uh, I am not looking forward to a Texas summer. I heard they're awful. Yeah. Um, Ninety-five plus sunny every day. That'll be a treat. All right, now we got the leaf blower. Working. Oh, we got the leaf blower working in the background too here. Folks, hopefully this. Uh, yeah, hopefully this all works out. Hopefully this all works out. Um, <laughs> if you can still hear us, thank you for uh, thank you for staying with us despite the noise. Despite the noise, we'll try to talk over it. Yeah. Uh, they should be done. Looks like they should be done in a few seconds just, here, but just think of us talking in your own backyard. And, yeah, uh, Dalton, I really don't have much of a lawn. You for, don't. Uh, our my my currently my backyard is just a sand pit. So once they're done with the neighbors' lawn, they should be done because they don't. Wow, they're really right here. You got the yeah. You got the fire pit. You got the yeah. I, I'm I'm surprised you don't have one of those mini ex- excavators out here so you can Dude, practice. Honestly, your it's like it's basically a sand driveway, and it's uh, we live right next to a business, so it, you can just see where the landlords just didn't give a crap, and there's <laughs> like there's like decent asphalt and then just sand. Like, oh, college students are gonna live here. Yep. Hey, here we go. You can finally hear us now. Yeah. Wow. If you couldn't catch me at the, at the start, Hello, I'm Riley. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like 10 minutes in and the lawnmower stopped. But yeah, it's all good. So, um, so Riley, with with being uh, part of the campus TV station, yeah. um, I think one of the best times that we had was um, just all the – all the stuff we did, like we recorded a bunch of stuff, but also the stuff that we did outside of TV yeah. 10 as well. But uh, I'd say, what was your favorite thing that we did in TV 10? Whether that's whether that was filming like a football, being at a football game, or just doing like the all nighter. What, what was kind of? Your I don't know if I have the all nighters fun. Though. If you don't, yeah, no, the all nighters just an all weekend long movie marathon where we just like basically chill as an Oregon, do trivia and give up prizes and What's do a lot of goofy things together a lot of just weird <laughs> things um and i like it a lot and the last year of the all-nighter was uh it was pretty interesting it was your last one last year um yeah we still got wild and i i guess my favorite part of tv 10 is just the camaraderie that happens every day yeah um just weird new things that people are doing you know it's just a constant it's it it's a kind of an organization for creativity and you can kind of just present any and they're starting up the, the big lawnmower again folks in case you missed the, <laughs> the lawnmower is back they're coming back uh hopefully they can hear it uh <laughs> but yeah just the the it's just like a basically a big creative think tank and everyone just throws around ideas and we laugh and sometimes we get an idea that sticks and then it actually turns out really well um but that's why i kind of like the org it really just pushes people to uh, follow their ideas you know follow their passions and that's what tv 10 is all about um we are on the university campus tv station so we are literally all about education um mm-hmm. and that's why we're here we're not here to 
produce quality content. Some of the stuff we do produce is quality, uh, but some of the stuff is less quality. But the most important part is people learn from it, and that, that's what makes it a high-impact practice uh, that is at the university. So answer your question, just all the random shit that happens throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, my favorite year in TV10 was the year I hosted my own TV show, I think. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. It was with a guy named Luke Young. The uh, show was called Handful of Handsome. It was just a variety show. <laughs> uh, if you can tell by the name, it's ridiculous. And I, every week we just produce something wacky or creative. So My my favorite thing that you did on uh, Handful of Handsome was your uh, campus bachelor. Bachelor on campus, yes. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I went around and I asked women to go on dates with me and what <laughs> and for love advice and for anything a bachelor would want to know. Uh, I proposed to a few chicks, or a few, yeah, a few um, girls on campus. Uh, didn't have a ring in the ring box; just had the box, and got a couple weird stares. Um, Did you call? You called your mom at one point. Yeah, I called my mom if she would uh, chaperone a date, because <laughs> the girl said, "Well, you asked a random girl out on camera." They're probably not going to say yes because it's just a weird situation. But this girl said yes, so I'm like, all right, I just need to call my mom up and make sure it's okay and if she can come along. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, and she so sat there the entire yeah, time, and I felt so. I apologized to her afterwards, but she was a trooper. Check it out; it's on YouTube. Bachelor on Campus, uh, handful of handsome is under the YouTube page, I think. But yeah, so check that out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun. It got shared a lot on Facebook, and a lot of my mom's friends <laughs> actually shared it, <laughs> and they thought it was hilarious. So that's awesome. you know, when you hit it with the parent crowd, that's Ye- always a plus. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, Dalton, how have you been? I haven't uh, really talked to you in a while. You know, how's the Northern Nerd been going? Um, how's uh, you got a future job lined up at Rice yeah. Lake? I think, right? Yeah, things have been or pretty good. Hayward, no. And they're right here, so we'll take a little bit of a break, I think, and we'll come back in a second here. Hey there, listener. Thanks for riding out this lawnmower break with us. Don't worry, there'll be much more of the Northern Nerd podcast to come. I think, I think they're just doing it now. Just to, I think they're doing it in spite of us. Yeah, this is no, hilarious. I think. But how's the Northern Nerdman going? You you liking that still? Has it been has it been catching fire at all? Is it uh? Yeah, I, a lot of getting a lot of views, getting a lot of reads, or I'm starting to get recognized in town as like the Northern. Like, hey, that's the Northern Nerd. Like, in, well, if you wear your hat enough, people yeah. will recognize it. I guess. Yeah. So it's it, no, it's been good. Um, I'm just really having fun creating a bunch of stuff and getting to talk to people like you, catch up with catch up with friends and um it's been it's been really good I, and i'm excited to see where it goes yeah no it's uh it seems like you guys are pressing out content how many writers do you have now for uh there's five five consistent writers that's yeah. exciting yeah if i could write uh anything you know i'd uh, offer to help <laughs> out but my writing my literacy skills are horrible that's not why i get paid <laughs> to do things um as you can see my talking skills are slightly better but still not great <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad it's uh, going well, and it's uh, something you can do on the side, along with your DJing gig. Is that why you're in town? You're DJing the Eau Claire Marathon tomorrow, or yeah? So I, I DJed the sorority formal last night. Okay, and those are always fun. I, I started doing those about my sophomore year, kind of once I started making a name for myself as a DJ. And um, you do enough like you get the chicken dance going last night, or what? No, I did not. <laughs> oh, come I on. refrained from the chicken dance. Don't stop as much believing. As I can. 
I, this song gets overplayed, so if I can make it through a night without playing Don't Stop Believing, like if it doesn't. Do you usually get a request? If it gets requested, I'll play it, but if it doesn't get requested, I'll, I'll try to mix it up and do something else. But and then you also do weddings as well? Yeah. You did uh, Matt's wedding I went to, and we played some interesting songs that were not on the, probably not on the list of most of the most of the guests there, but the TV tenors really wanted to. You know, Matt was rallied. also a TV tenor, so. <laughs> yeah. And then Kyle's wedding this summer, I'm DJing that, but then being the best man, too. So that's the first time I'll be wearing those two hats. Yeah, you got to have to run up and down the stage. and It'll be it'll be. You'll fun, be though. eating next to him and have to go run over to the DJ booth quick. Or you could just set up your DJ booth right where you're eating. Right. Uh, I'll control it wirelessly. No, just, <laughs> put, just, just have your laptop right there and just have wires going over and be like. You don't mind the, if this is here, Kyle, uh, right? Give a, give a speech, stand up. Sit down, pick pick the chicken dance. <laughs> just chicken dance on repeat the whole night. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone's sitting and you're playing the chicken dance. Like, no one can actually do it. It's time for dinner. It's like they're halfway through their meal. <laughs> we uh, can't stop doing the chicken dance. I just went to a wedding this past weekend. It was really fun. Um, after they got pronounced as the as a couple or mm-hmm. married couple, yeah. they played um, Sweet Child of Mine as they walked <laughs> walked back out the church. Was it the Step Brothers version? Yeah. <laughs> it w- no. <laughs> it was just on a guitar and a piano, and we got a lawnmower right next to us, so we'll probably take another break for a little bit here. Uh, see you One in a more s- break. We'll talk see, to you soon. See you in a second. <laughs> Holy crap, that is right. Yes, it's another lawnmower break. But right now, I'd like to take the time to tell you about our online store. So all you have to do is go to our menu bar, click on more, and then click on online store. That's going to take you to our online store where we have our hats, our coffee mugs, and our shirts. So thank you for supporting Northern Nerd, and thank you for listening to this week's episode. For a limited time, you can type in the code PODCAST at checkout, and it'll give you 5% off your purchase. So thank you for supporting Northern Nerd, and now let's get back to the episode. So we are back. After another lawnmower After break. After another lawnmower break. Uh, they are basically the... I, <laughs> You know, Here's your lawn mowing update. I don't here. understand how they're taking so long because there's not much lawn for these college houses. It's pretty no. much just the house and a couple strips on the side and a small back and front yard. You know, it would take you probably two minutes a lawn. Well, Especially and they get a the, big zero turn for it too. Yeah, and he he's kind of mowing over. He mowed over uh, the side of my house, which is literally just dirt. <laughs> so he was just mowing over dirt. So um, he must be getting paid by the hour. You know. <laughs> He must be just doing a very thorough job, and there he cuts it off, the mowers at least. I think he's done. Maybe. Uh, Hopefully. But back, yeah, they played Sweet Child of Mine as they were leaving the church, and I thought that was really funny. You don't really see uh, a lot of uh, Guns N' Roses in a church setting. You really don't. <laughs> it was uh, it was really funny, though. Um, and then we had our the reception at Rib River over in Marathon. Uh, oh, okay. It was like the longest pine bar, longest white pine bar in Wisconsin. It's just a giant white pine. It was Everybody's fun, got their claim to fame, you know? Yeah, we uh, we uh, you know, our my family, my close family, uh, was a little bit more hip compared to the the crowd there. Yeah. Um, and we requested some uh, younger songs that maybe everyone didn't understand, but um, you know, I got my mom on the dance floor. That was always a plus. My dad got on there too, so yeah, it's always nice to see the family just dancing and having a good time. But yeah, getting down to it, like the DJ really does control how a wedding goes. Like no, oh one, yeah, no one really understands that the reception is heavily based upon. 
hear, oh. you hear that quiet? Oh there's no, there's no leaf this blowers. This is heaven. <laughs> this, is, this is what it must be like. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you're still listening. <laughs> if the the first half of this podcast didn't annoy the heck out of you, <laughs> you're still with. That. There's no more lawnmowers anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, going back to what you said, like there is that. I get, I get nervous still. Oh, it's a lot weddings. of pressure. Not like, gonna lie. I've I've done about thirty weddings and I still get like pre-wedding jitters. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you, I mean, you can't. You can basically make or break the night, but right or the reception part of it at least. Because people will remember. Yeah, they're not gonna remember like the dinner music. Like dinner music <laughs> is dinner music. Yeah, play but whatever. Um, I could, yeah, I could literally play anything during that time. But um, it, it's like death metal. No one yeah, would know. Just <laughs> low key. Just have it. If you haven't turned down enough, like people probably would like. Know, yeah, just, you know, it's just background like noise. Yes, yeah, yes. It what, is. What, what is this Slipknot? That's good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's that. There's that pressure of like, okay, yeah, you get, you'll either remember a wedding because the music was great and everybody had a great time dancing, or you say, oh, remember that wedding? That DJ was terrible. That DJ was awful, man. He couldn't play a song to vibe with the crowd to save his life. Yeah. I always overthink, like, oh, how I dress, too, to weddings. I'm sure there's a bunch of classics you can, you know, have in your back pocket uh, if, for songs, at least. You yeah. Know? If you're ever in, a, like, a rut... If you DJs, if you're listening, if you ever find yourself in a rut, you gotta play shout, shout. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the, or the Cupid Shuffle or something like that. That gets like, everyone out of their seats, huh? Yeah, because people. What's can't, the what's the weirdest request else. you've got that you're like, eh, I don't know if I can play this. Oh, I don't know man. if I should play it. Uh, at a high school dance, uh, there was a kid that came up and requested. Uh, Love Me Sexy from uh, <laughs> Semi-Pro. You, you run that by the principal first or no? <laughs> I did not play Love Me Sexy. <laughs> I, 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 respected, I respected the man for, for saying, for requesting the song. Yeah, he's got good taste it. in movie. Yeah, but uh, I, I did not play that song. I don't think faculty would be a, too uh, yeah. well, happy with that one. I can still play, I can still get away with playing Get Low, but it has to be the clean version, if there is such a thing. I you know they still sing the lyrics, but it's not coming from. Maybe my they just try to be innocent and thinking getting low is just getting low on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the high school teachers just turn a blind eye. Yeah, that's one of those things. Like, um, I know I'll probably have to chaperone a few dances too if I'm not DJ. Hey, that'll be. I mean, I mean, elementary school dances are a little bit easier to. Oh yeah, way cleaner, way definitely, easier to definitely. do. But the, the only thing you have to deal with is sweaty kids and how bad they smell. Yeah. I mean, that's with any dance, but even younger kids, they just run around until they. Just... If that's the worst I got to deal with, I, I think it'll be okay. With high that. school gyms just always smell for some reason. It's just like an inherently. Mm-hmm. They tra- they trap smells. They're so always hot the too. Yeah, and the floorboards or something. Like, but that's really exciting. Yeah, I hope the hope the DJ gig. Yeah, some uh, weddings booked this summer. Or I mean, obviously you got yeah. Kyle's, but uh, what else you got booked here? Yeah. Um, I think there's like three weekends where I don't have something going on. Jesus. So, so I run myself pretty ragged, but that's also I mean, that's also the time where people are, a lot of people are getting married so it's yeah no one ever winter, wants to have a wedding a winter wedding <laughs> no yeah i don't i don't understand no i, I completely get yeah, it it's miserable well, for outside. pictures and all that kind of stuff people uh, just want to have it like it's either they'll have it um in the summer or in the fall but nobody really has a spring wedding or do you have a lot of outside weddings or receptions um there's been quite a few um Here's a pro tip: Don't have an outside wedding. It's yeah. just super inconvenient for everybody. Because well, then you got to worry about right, sweaty. What if it rains, or what if it's? Oh, I'm worried about sweat. Sweat. Yeah. I, I'm just worried about sweating through my shorts every day. If yeah. it's like 85 out and you're making everyone just stand for an hour ceremony, oh man, <laughs> that's rough. Te- 
Texas will change you, though. Uh, I feel like Texas I hope. Will hopefully, it'll thin you, out like, my blood, and I can just really yeah. just sweat everything out freely and you know and then you'll come back here and it's like 65 like it is today and you'll say man this is freezing i know i'll be shaking and shaking in my bloomers huh yeah um <laughs> yeah no i'm excited for texas but yeah pro tip don't have an outside wedding yeah <laughs> uh at your reception easier. have something outside but like have it also in have the main part inside you know what i mean it's just like you can never control like what happens it rains you know what i mean and then everyone's yeah. outside under I don't know. What do you do? Do you have a backup location? Yeah. Nor- normally, if there is a an outdoor wedding, they'll have some sort of backup plan, just like because a church you never nearby know or something. Happen. Yeah. Makes sense. I, you know, clearly I, I've planned a lot of weddings. <laughs> yes, Riley the wedding. <laughs> I, man, I could not do wedding planning. That's just a lot of a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of let's high. It's like they're it, plus people spend a lot of money, so it's like, you know, you want to make it good. Yeah. It's not like you're volunteering kind of thing. It's not like low risk. Like if the night goes bad, it's like nah, let's get another one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> maybe maybe this wedding's not yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next time around, we'll get you. <laughs> maybe next time around, you plan better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's exciting though. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm glad the DJing gig is being booked up for the summer. Thanks. So. Yeah. Looking forward to it. It's always. Yeah. It's always interesting, like the crowd you'll get to, and or sometimes as a DJ, they'll they'll. Um, sit me down at a table for dinner because they just yeah. don't want me to feel left out and have me just sitting by myself at the table so it's always interesting like the people you get to meet too yeah no for sure that's uh i weddings are always a really fun time so i'm jealous you get to go to them i think someone's just shoveling leaves off the ground in the background now <laughs> what is everybody doing today? our sound effects guy is having a great day today <laughs> yeah we got a great all these sound effects they sound so real yes <laughs> it's like we're actually outside just like in my neighborhood we're, yeah we're actually in the studio right now but our, our audio guy's just having a hate he's day. just shuffling leaves <laughs> off the ground <laughs> can't afford a leaf floor you just get a shovel yes that's all you need it's <laughs> exciting Sorry. stuff so Riley, kind of, sh- we'll switch gears here a little bit. Um, yeah. You and I re- both read a book by um, Aziz Ansari uh, called Modern Romance. Yep. And in that book, there was quite a few eye-opening things. Because, um, mm-hmm. so if you don't know, the Aziz Ansari kind of did a bunch of studies finding out how the dating life has changed uh, from back maybe when our grandparents were um, dating or our parents even were dating and how just how, how dating has changed what was what was one of the biggest things that you took away from that book uh yeah it's essentially everything's changed where you don't have to really put yourself out there since nowadays mm-hmm. i mean there's so many uh dating apps and also social media platforms that you can just like basically ask someone out or say whatever you want with no risk you know what i mean uh there's no risk of being publicly rejected or face-to-face rejection and it kind of led in this uh this way of i think like happiness almost where it's like we just kind of get in this rut of you know asking people out or swiping right on tinder or Mm -hmm. whatever and we just kind of get in this kind of failure kind of mindset and yeah uh you know i guess that translates into love just not lasting so long i guess or people just not falling in love as much anymore. Uh, I mean, our generation definitely does not get married uh, as quickly as no. older generations. And he talks a little about that in the book. Um, and he just kind of talks about how happiness kind of 
in a relationship or love in a relationship has like two phases where the, the honeymoon phase or the initial phase uh, only lasts about a year and a half. Uh, he said that roughly 18 months, it just starts, it, it's pretty much dipped down. And there's this new kind of phase of love where it's like a, kind of a, I forgot how he explained it, but it's like a, <laughs> we're raking some leaves. Uh, it's kind of like a, just a, companionship type love where you're willing to do kind of anything for them um, just naturally you know what I mean if, yeah. if you kind of remember that graph at all yeah what was yeah, what was the big thing you took away I kind of rambled on there because no, you're all good yeah yeah <laughs> sorry we're getting uh, we're just having some <laughs> outdoor activities here it's a beautiful day in Eau Claire as we mentioned but it is yeah Dalton what's the one thing you took away from the book so uh, the main thing that I took away from it was um, yeah people get, people getting married uh, quite a bit later and so they said the average person nowadays gets married when they're like 27 or 28. Yeah. And compared yeah. to maybe our grandparents, it was like 20 years old or like right out of high school. Even our parents, like yeah. they got married pretty quickly. A lot of them did. I mean, my parents did not, but I know a lot of our parents who got married pretty quickly right out of high school. Yeah. So I think that that's something that I noticed. And then also... The thing with like Tinder or whatever with the or just social media in general, yeah, it's people having so many different options now, and not um, before people got married almost out of like convenience of oh there's there's a young woman that lives down the street yeah I'll he did talk about a uh, proximity where you weren't really connected with a lot of people and even if you were from a, especially if you're from a smaller sort of uh, town or city you didn't have a whole lot of choices but now it seems like our choices are infinite like if something goes wrong with someone i can just hop on tinder and meet 80 low sing well, like, singles in my area like yeah. in a second you know what I mean? And do you think that hurts us as a society? You know, he talks about this in the book. It, it's it's just kind of a trade-off. Uh, overall, I think it definitely changed how we view relationships and how we view love. Um, I don't think it's necessarily gotten worse, though. Um, and what would you say? I don't know. I mean, it, I think it just varies from person to person on how they view it. Um, but for me, I think it, like, takes away, like, I don't know how much how much a relationship means because if you're it, it doesn't i don't think it means as much it as doesn't have like, as much weight anymore because right, it's it, just you uh, just hop out of it so quickly and that's what i said um also with the pr approaching people initially and ask i like how ask people out it's like there's not as much significance to it because it's like they might a guy or a girl might get 15 messages in a day you know what right. i mean like that's insane like um how dating has kind of evolved in that uh where it's just kind of casting a big net and seeing what sticks out of that net um instead of really developing with one person and i, I think we get a lot of young people get discouraged pretty quickly on uh you know how to work through relationships so yeah well and before you had to do like your your research if you're like pursuing a girl or something like that you'd say all right all right she likes this kind of thing and all this kind of and now it's just oh just shoot a dm and come oh yeah i can figure there. out all of your interests on Facebook in about like a second, you know what I mean? Which is like you can use to a benefit, but then it's also kind of weird if you show up and you know all, everything. Like, hey, how's your aunt doing? I, I see she just had like got leg surgery or something like that. <laughs> or, yeah, or, that's your first time to like go down a date with them. Yeah, it's like yeah. how do you know this? Well, no, it's on your Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> just like all right, what information do I give away? <laughs> 
and you got to remember, like, all right, what they tell me, and then what so did like, I find uh, out on my own? Yeah, no, I've actually had that happen <laughs> quite a bit. Where like you already know the answer to the question you're asking, yeah. but you don't want to seem weird and be like, oh yeah, your dad's business is doing well, huh? <laughs> It's like, how's this bakery shop doing or something like that? Or, you know, I, I saw they had oatmeal raisin cookies on sale last week. How'd that do? Yeah. Were they pretty good? And then you just see her, like, scoot out of her chair and just leave. Yeah, <laughs> just go, I want to go to the bathroom. I've actually I've never, never been on a, a date where uh, a date left and well, never good. came back. Have you ever had that happen to you where a date where went to the bathroom and then just left? I, that happened at a high school dance before. Actually. Really? Uh, yeah. Salty or no? I'm not sore spot. I I mean a little bit. I it was it was disheartening, um, but you know, I'm okay. You know, I'm sure you learned. I sought out counseling. I've never had. (laughs) Why'd you leave? I just don't get it. I I was a good date. It happened eight years ago. Get over it. (laughs) It's like this is some under underlying stuff right now. But I've yeah, I've never had a date like go so bad that they just uh, walk out of me. I mean, I mean, we've all had bad dates, but right. I think those are the ones. And relating back to love and whatever the 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 seasons are, he's talking about in his book is. I think you learn from those more than you learn from as or as much as you learn from the the good times as well. So. Yeah, and and his main thing, his main message of the book was, um, go out and do stuff that makes you happy, and then you'll find somebody in that element. Yeah, it's um, essentially like if you just keep doing things, like you'll find. <laughs> essentially, you're just swiping in public. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're you're doing you're dating like you're dating social media platform, except you're just doing it on. Uh, in public with people obviously you can't know if they're single or their hobbies and all of their instagram photos but i mean you're spending quality time with them and you start off with a common interest so i I, what he talks about is just keep doing things that you enjoy outside of even if it's at work too i mean uh you know just keep doing things and eventually you'll find somebody like Mm -hmm. statistically i I would be pretty hard-pressed to say if you continue to do things that you won't find anybody that you want to be with um you know, whatever that may be. Yeah. Do you do you think we like um, dwell on our singleness too much? If we've been if we've been like if we haven't found somebody in our college years, and because right now a lot of my friends are getting married and stuff like that, and just getting out of college and things like that. But I I don't know. I think I think quite a few of like us. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say here. All right. Quite a, quite a few young people get discouraged because they're not married with yes. a great job and you know a house and the a family American right yeah like thing, right yeah. outside of college. Um, I mean, I think a lot of our generation is kind of putting that away and they're okay with being single. But obviously, like everyone needs some people close to them, whether that be a relationship or close friendships. And you know, graduating college, it might be a little bit difficult because you're pretty much leaving uh, everything behind. Um, Especially if you're not in a relationship with someone that you're, or a significant other that you're, uh, you know, going with um, after college, and if you leave everything and you're just kind of by yourself, uh, that's one thing I'm actually really scared about. So I was just thanks ask for bringing it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty terrified to go down to Texas, not have any like any friends or anybody close to me down there. So um, that's pretty terrifying as of right now. So. Is it so it's terrifying, but also is it freeing in some sense? Yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, I've always been a super independent person, so it's like really fits kind of my personality just to get up and leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> essentially, that's what I'm doing. Um, but it's also like doing it alone is scary, but I know I'll learn 
just as much, if not more, if I was going with somebody. Um, I mean, I do have a couple friends down there moving down there, so I'm not like super worried as of now. But mm-hmm. uh, going back to what you're saying, it was, uh, yeah, I think a lot of young people are just like scared of the transition and doing it alone necessarily. And also just looking at everyone else and what they, I think comparing yourself to others and like where they are at in relationships and where they are doing with their life uh, and how they're growing. Um, you know, it brings on a sense of, I, I think, not jealousy, but just kind of like, I, I guess kind of jealousy that turns into sadness. I don't know what that, I'm looking for a word here, but. No, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, because yeah. we're constantly, we constantly, I think, find ourselves comparing ourselves to other it, people. And it's so easy to do with social media. Right. Like, I just scroll through. I've actually, like, had to take breaks from, like, Instagram and Snapchat just because I just find myself, like, on a Friday night at 10 o'clock by myself going through Snapchat stories. Uh, this doesn't really relate to relationships, but just looking okay. at other people yeah, having we'll fun and like you just compare yourself and you're like, why am I not having fun? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that, yeah, that kind of brings on the point of just, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people yeah. and what they're doing. I do it on LinkedIn all the time. I, I, get, I get really mad at myself because <laughs> I look at everyone else's professional goals and I'm like, man, I really wish I could do that. They're like, I really wish I was there. And then I feel kind of bad about myself, but you know, uh, that's why I'm moving to Texas to make, take some risks and um, yeah, that's a pretty big step. Yeah, and see if uh, see if it sticks. You know what I mean? Um, so I, in my case, I just decided to do something about it. You know what I mean? Like, I, not not necessarily related to love or relationships, but I, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Is is uh, if you're sitting there and if you're single, graduating, or you're just single in your life at all. Um, I think another thing Aziz Ansari talks about is just take a risk and do something. You know what I mean? Go try something new, and uh, eventually you'll just uh, you'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll all work out in the end. Do you have do you have like uh, what's your what's your dream, Riley? I know. I'm, we're ah, very philosophical my here. dream. What, I what's guess your dream. I don't know what my dream is quite yet. I want to do something, and that's scary because I'm graduating and like I'm picking a career path. But I kind of just want to graduate and eventually just be in a place where I'm happy. <laughs> That's ultimately, it's a very generalized dream. I don't have specifics for it yet. I mean, obviously I have kind of, I think I'd like to go to East or West coast, uh, kind of the Northern parts, but you know, ultimately it's, uh, be happy and find a passion that I really want to do right now. I really don't have, uh, I would say a passion. I would, you know, <laughs> that sounds kind of bad, but all of college I've just like worked and studied and, hung out with friends and worked and studied more. <laughs> I mean, I worked yeah. like 40 hours a week and going to school full time. You really don't have time for hobbies or passions or things that make you generally happy all of the time. Um, I've, I've thought about a lot of things. I just got a camera, so I'm getting a photography a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd like to get into music again. I used to play the drums when I was a kid and I'd like to maybe even pick up a guitar or something like that. I mean, I know it's hard to teach yourself, but uh, something I'd actually also like to start my own podcast to see if that works. You know, just something I'd really like to maybe home brewing, brewing my own beer. Yeah, uh, in like my house, just small micro brew stuff. And you know, I'd really like. I have a lot of things. I just don't really have any resources right now because I'm broke, um, broke college kid. And also, I don't really have time. So mm-hmm. I think ultimately, my life goal is just uh, you know, make enough money to be happy. And just to find what really my passion is um, as of right now. I mean, I like my degree. I like where my job is going to be. Um, and I guess I don't know how it's going to be yet. I'm not, I haven't started yet. So maybe that, maybe work will just become my passion. And, uh, yeah, I'm really uh, 
I don't have a long-term goal right now. Okay. Um, and do you have and a long-term goal? Like, where where do you want to be? Sticking around Hayward, do you think? Or, um, I'm not really sure what my long-term goal is right now. I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants and just trying to make the most of every every situation that I'm in. And yeah, obviously you want to take off this northern nerd thing and see how that goes. What's your? I guess what's your goal for that? Uh, do you have any specifics, or do you just want it to grow? Um, I just want to, yeah, watch it grow, but also see, like, kind of what you're talking about with trying to pursue your passions. Um, see people pursue their passions and then give them a platform to share those passions. So uh, the Northern Nerd, my goal with that is to give people a creative space where they can share that creativity that they have. So it's not just they're not just doing their 9-to-5 grind, but they're also getting to show off their – maybe they're really good at drawing, or maybe they – just came out with a new song and they're local and they're trying to just get some buzz for their um buzz for their song or whatever the case may be is to give those people that platform to pursue their passions so i say that's the goal for the northern and and whatever comes with that um i'll be excited about yeah i think the one people that the one thing that holds people back from just pursuing what actually they want to do is just they don't think they can be successful at it or they don't think they can make a living off it they don't think they can support themselves their families whatever your situation is um i think that's what really holds people back is that you know why why would why be unhappy at a job or a career that you don't really want to be in you know what i mean um and i think people are just scared ultimately it's not going to go anywhere Right. Yeah, they f- they feel like, okay, what if I take this leap and it doesn't work out? Then you figure it out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but that is, I mean, it's tough. That's a tough thing to do, um, especially because we, we as people just like to have certainty and, like, things that are known. Um, and a job provides that to it. I mean, I'm grateful for the, uh, like, not saying anything bad, I'm grateful for all the opportunities I have um, in my life. But uh, I guess... I hope I just hope I never get to the point where I feel like I'm stuck at a career or a job that I feel like I can't leave. Yeah, to have something that's just like dead end, like this is like having like that office space moment. Yeah, where yeah, just, I need to get out of this. I need to get out of, of this. And I've been there before, and I've gotten out. You know what I mean? Like I've just been like, this isn't the place. This is what I want to do. Um, and after, and it's the, the first step is realizing that, and I think the second step is taking action to actually improve your life and your happiness and figure out a passion that you like you know and it's just so hard i was at GeekCon this past year and this guy literally i think his he he kind of used his talents to help other people create their passion into a business that they could actually be profitable uh, so he kind of helped teach people about business um, kind of how to run it kind of how to make money off it um and ultimately be profitable so they can do what they're happy about um i thought that was a really cool like kind of consulting job uh that he yeah. had so i didn't get too much in the the depths of how much like how he specifically ran it um i just kind of heard it a little bit and yeah he had that that was a really cool thing to hear that someone could actually make a career out of helping other people just turn passions into profit yeah that's that's really important to yeah every, everybody wants to like pursue that passion but then there's that it's got to be sustainable. That's the only yeah. thing. It's just like you can't – you got to live. You have to have money to live. Like you need to eat food and clothe yourself. I mean you don't have to make a ton of money. You can be poor your entire life, but you need you know, you know, need basic necessities. Uh, yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people are scared they're not going to have. Um, you know, I was listening to this one guy on LinkedIn. I forgot what his name was. Um, I'll look him up as I'm just kind of rambling off here. But he – 
oh, crap, where was I going? He was talking about how people were scared and they they think they have to work a job in order to get money. Um, but money for what? Things that they don't more things that they don't need, like a nicer car, like they'll think they'll be happier with a nicer car or a nicer watch. So they keep working this job and they're not happy yet because they think they think it's material stuff that Yeah, they keep thinking un- uh, things unhappy. like instead of he said the smartest thing to do after graduation is go home and live with your parents. Um, for what a however many years, but you save so much money that you can pursue your actual passion. Um, you might not have money to buy new things, nice things, but it's better than being at a job where you keep getting a consistent paycheck and you keep can can afford nicer things, but he's like, what's the what's the point? Um, if you're unhappy, just to buy nicer things, just to continuously buy nice things that will make you short term happiness, but like won't actually do anything for your actual overall happiness. And I think that's what that's what we're sold as a society is that idea that oh, you need the you need the bigger house, the fancier car, this that and the other thing. It's that material taking on all those material items rather than being um gary van van gary van van yeah you know yeah yeah. entrepreneur i mean he's quite uh, a bit of his stuff he is uh i mean he is a social media hound yes um, and he does it well Um, yeah if you ever want to learn about social media specifically he does well but also he talks about a lot of just culture things and company like or culture things which relate to people's actual personal goals and you and know. he gives it to you straight too. He, he does, gives he does not beat around the bush. Which is yeah, I mean, there's a I, I think there's a time and a place for that as well. Um, but he he definitely gives a direct. But yeah, he's the one who brought up is like, why are you working this job to get more things so you can keep working your job to get more things, and you can just it's just a cycle where instead of pursuing your actual passion, where you might not get the things, but you know you'll be doing something that you like and that you'll potentially be good at. Yeah. So moral moral of today's episode, I think, is uh, pursue your passions, find something that will sustain sustain like your your living situation. Yeah, it's it, whatever that may be, just something. Yeah, and and then chase that. Get out ass. there, get off Tinder, and get out and do something. Yes. <laughs> you can find. Uh, not saying like Tinder's bad, and I know plenty of people who have met people on Tinder. Um, going back to that, I think you can use dating apps and social media and things like that to meet people or people that you want to date, but I'd also highly recommend getting out there and doing something you're passionate about and maybe eventually that can turn into your full-time business or whatever you want. Maybe you'll meet... Maybe you'll meet your significant other. Yeah, while you're pursuing that passion. While you're pursuing your passion. Well, Dalton, thanks for having me on the podcast. Hopefully... You guys learned something out of the lawnmowers and the leaf blowers and <laughs> our constant breaks <laughs> and our ramblings, <laughs> among other things. They were shoveling leaves here, if you heard that. They were literally just shoveling wet leaves into a garbage can. That's the beauty of the podcast, man. You <laughs> never know what's going to happen, who's going to be on the show, who's going to make some guest sound effects appearances. So. Guest sound effects. Yeah, those are all planned, <laughs> That's title of now. course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had cue cards and everything. All right, lawnmower, now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Dalton, thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, I'm excited to see where the Northern Nerd goes, and keep in touch, man. Thank you. Good luck in Texas. Thank you. This episode of the Northern Nerd Podcast. Feel free to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and follow us on Spotify so you can stay up to date when we have a new episode posted. That about does it for us for this week. So take care and continue to be kind to one another.